Hello, welcome to Mancast. We're back. We are here. Week. Um, so we excited for you guys to be here. We are late, <laughs> <laughs> but better late than never. <clears throat> That's a terrible thing to say yeah. when it comes to reading God's word. We are tired, <laughs> but I have coffee. We have coffee. It's been so, a busy week in the ministry this week. <laughs> Whoa! That's that espresso coffee. It has been slammed. So we uh, this week we've been doing VBS here at our church, and uh, it's been it's our first VBS in several years. Um, we had, I think we've had 40 or so kids. That's up. just the one. That's just the kids. That doesn't count all the helpers. We've got helpers yeah. out the. They're running out of our ears. Yeah, uh, there's, there's more than there's more helpers than there are kids. But it's been great. Uh, super excited for what God's doing. Uh, it's been really good. Small groups worship. Um, if you want to overcome and face your fears of public speaking, this is perfect because then you can get involved and get up on the stage. Yeah. And they won't laugh at you because really, honestly, there's not a whole lot of back and forth reaction in kids this age at this point. Yes. But uh, we got that. We got a youth rally Friday night. Yeah, youth coming. rally is coming up. Um, then we take a little break, and then we go to youth camp. Yes. So, so during youth camp, uh, we haven't quite decided if we're going to do anything because we probably probably won't even have any time. Um, but we'll we'll just kind of gauge everything. If we do anything, it will be later on in the evening. <clears throat> we so, might. I don't know. I was going to think about that the other day, though. We might might shoot like some shorts or something and throw it on the web page or some literal shorts. Yeah, yeah, like like just be like, "What's up? This we're gonna, is youth camp. We're gonna click." <laughs> throw some shorts in the air and shoot them. Yeah. Hey, you can't. No, no, no we're not at all. We're not going to do that. But anyway, no, I'm excited to be here. Like I said, we're running a little late, but I've been kind of behind on some stuff I needed to get done before yeah. I got here. So I was like, better get that done. And... and in case you're wondering why I'm sitting the way I'm sitting, it's because I've been at VBS all week, just like I said. Um, but uh, this week, just like we put it in our group me, uh, we are starting a study on the Holy Spirit. And uh, today we're, we've got something for you. Before we get into that real quick, though, yeah. don't forget to join the weekly battle briefing uh, on Wednesday, 6 a.m. Central Standard Time here in the U.S. Uh, the phone number and pin are below. Also, don't forget our scripture for Mancast is... 1 Corinthians 16, 13, and it says, Stay awake, stand firm in your faith, be brave, act like men. Yep. And so today we're going to be acting like men when we get into the Word to talk about and discover what God's Word says about the Holy Spirit, which brings us to our topic today. Holy Spirit, who is He and what does He do? Yeah. So we're going to start out with that. Um Justin is going to take the the lead on this a little bit. He's going to talk about the the defining who God is, or not who God is. We know who God is, yeah. but defining who the Spirit is. Yep. 
And then in the back half, we're going to talk about what role or what's the job of the Holy Spirit in your life. Yeah. So uh, <clears throat> basically, I'm going to start off with a definition. Of, so the Holy Spirit, the manifestation of divine presence and power, per perceivable, especially in prophetic inspiration. And it goes on to say, and this is, the concept was only incidental in late biblical thought, but developed in early Judaism and Christianity to a fundamental dogma. So take all that for me yeah, and break it down on a level to where, like, if I was 13. Okay, so you know that feeling you get when you're getting ready to do something wrong? Yes. <laughs> and it says, hey, you probably shouldn't do this. Yes. Yeah, that's the Holy Spirit telling you not to be done stuff. That you shouldn't be done. But that that's a broke down. That's a crappy version of it. But so in my mind, what I look at in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit's what speaks to me whenever I'm talking to God. So the Holy Spirit's what's inside of me after I got saved. And it says, it tells me what's good, it tells me what's bad. It tells me both sides. And that's who I listen to whenever I say that. If that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. If that's sensible on that side of it. Now, when we get later on into this, we talk about in Genesis, you know, where where it, he's hovered everywhere. We'll go through where he was at, you know, yeah. through all this. But that's who's in my heart, and that's who I carry with me every day. And that's what explains things. When you're in your Bible study, that's what's talking to me, helping me understand what I'm reading at that time. It's what helped me through addiction and got me out of it. I mean, it's just, I, I hate the term whenever people are like, well, I just, I'm just all alone. You're never you're alone. You're never all alone. You're never alone. Ever. I mean, you're never alone. It's He's with you all the time. And when you really, and I'll tell a story about this, but whenever I, whenever I was still fighting alcoholism and I quit, I'd been done with it for quite a while. Um, it was after I'd I'd been saved, and it was after I'd uh, accepted Jesus, you know, into my heart. And uh, I don't know, it was a day kind of like what we've had here lately, just hot. Yes, and it has been too hot. And uh, I'd had a bad day. I was aggravated. I hadn't really got deep into where I'm at now, as far as learning how to control some of that, and. Uh, I was just mad. I was in a bad mood. And I remember I've got a shop at my house and uh, there's a refrigerator in it. And one of my buddies that I used to hang out with all the time had left a six pack of beer in there. And I, I'd probably been sober a couple of months, you know, hadn't had a drink at all. And uh, I thought, you know, one won't hurt me. I'm strong enough to have one. You know, yeah, I, I'm. I got this. I can just have one. It's hot. It, you're almost trying to convince yourself that it's okay for for me, and and I'll break that down a little bit more. But whenever I was, and I'm like, I was trying to talk myself into that it is okay. Like it don't matter. I deserve this. I've worked hard all day. It's hot. I deserve this. And uh, I went to the fridge and I grabbed one and got. I'm telling you right now, I've never dropped a beer in my whole entire life <laughs> like whenever i was just, 
but it was like something knocked that out of my hand. And, I, and to this day, I think it was the Holy Spirit. Like, you don't need that. We're not playing this game again. We're yeah. not going through that. And I dropped it down. So he helps me in my day to day. He helps me stay on track. He helps me not to in my anger times when I'm stressed out, when I'm worried about something, whatever I talk to God, Holy spirit calms me down. That's what makes, makes Christians makes us where we can walk with our head up and we don't have to worry about stuff all the time. Like people get mad at me all the time. They're like, I'm like, it'll be all right. <laughs> it's just going to be what it'll be. Well, one thing that you said earlier, so this might be something that you guys, you may have a question about it. Um, Hello, hello. Welcome to the podcast. Who was it? I think it's Rob. Hello, Rob. It doesn't say for whatever reason when well, I Chris is in the group. Had an appointment. He said he'd be on later. But um, the, the big thing is something you said earlier is that talking about when you accepted Jesus, the Holy Spirit lives inside of you. So you may ask the question, okay, well, well hold on a second. You know, it says... You ask Jesus into your heart. You're you're not technically asking Jesus into your heart. You're asking the Holy Spirit to come into your heart. See, the word says that in Matthew, um, no, it's in Romans. Yeah, Romans. That if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, you'll be saved. So when you do that, you're you're acknowledging Romans 10, 9, and 10. Yeah, that's where I'm going. Uh, so if you accept that Jesus is who he said he is, that he is the Son of God, and then believe that he rose from the dead three days later and that he's ascended to the right hand of the Father, you will be saved, and then the Holy Spirit, which is the helper that the Bible talks about, then comes and lives inside of you. So the Holy Spirit, you're asking the Holy Spirit to be the, the Lord of your life. Yeah. Because the, the Lord of your life is going to give you the direction. So when you pray, you're praying to God through your spirit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we can we can get into that as far as like I get this question a lot about the Holy Trinity, the God the Father, you know, mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit. And it, it's all the same person but it's yeah. different forms so it's you know it's, yeah and we'll break that down we'll break that down at some point because it's that's something i think that you really need to understand before you get too deep into this or otherwise you get into this mode of like well yeah i worshiping three other people or is it the same you know what i mean i mean i right. get that a lot i get a lot of you students that are like i don't understand this and it's like all right this is how we break this down. Well, let's let's get into that. Let's so, yeah, let's go let's go there for a little bit. Let's so. explain. So we're so just for those of you that are just tuning in right now. So we're defining who the Holy Spirit is. Yeah, and then we're later on uh, here after a little bit, about 15, 20 minutes, we're going to be talking about what is the job. Yeah, and what does he do, and what the importance is, the importance of the Holy Spirit is in your life. So. This really starts in Genesis. So Genesis chapter one, and uh, when it starts talking about this, and we're actually probably going to get a, we're probably going to 
jump in a little bit early on what we were going to talk about. What kind you, of ebb and flow? Yeah, because you, you've got your definition. You know what the definition of the Holy Spirit is. So let's break that down a little bit. And as far as, so we'll just start at chapter one, verse one. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the, and the earth. Verse two, the earth was without form and void and darkness was over the face of the deep. And the spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Break that part down. So you take a look at the spirit of God. So let's compare that to us. Now, I'm not saying that we are God, but God did say to create man in his image. Yes. Which means we have three sides of, of us. So we have our, our thought process. We have our spirit and we have our flesh. Well, just in that same way, if you look at the, the spirit of God, so that's the spirit, that part that makes up God. Yeah. The flesh part of God is Jesus. And then you have God the Father, who is the one that thinks all of the things. So if you take a look at creation, right? Verse 3 when it says, and God said, let there be light, and there was light. Yep. So God the Father said, hey, word, which is Jesus, and we'll get to that. So yep. God the Father says, create this. It's confirmed through the word, which is Jesus. Mm -hmm. Jesus then tells the spirit to do it and then the spirit does it yeah so the holy spirit is the one part of god that is creating and doing yeah and really to go back if you want to get to where uh you know in all of creation i'm trying to find the verse that says it but it actually references they mm-hmm and I can't remember exactly where it's at. I know it's in the first chapter, but I think. While you're looking for that, yeah, I'll explain this a little, a little bit more. more. So the Holy Spirit in our lives plays the role of of creating and, and bringing forth things. So just like how we've talked about that we have power in our words. It's truth because God spoke and it happened and it was confirmed through the word. When you speak, you have the ability to bring life and death. You have the ability to have a crappy day or a good day based on your words. So yeah. when you do that, your spirit's trying to tell you what you ought to say. But then up here, our mind is trying to we're thinking about what to say based on our feelings, but let me kind of give you an idea of how I, how I got the Holy spirit in my uh, comparison with man. So in verse 28 of chapter one, or I'm sorry, 26 of chapter one of Genesis, it says, then God said, let us make man. That's it. All right. That's what I was Let us for. make man us. in our image after our likeness and let them have 
dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the heavens, and over the livestock and all of the earth, and every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created them, male and female, he created them. So, this right here is confirming the example that I gave earlier. So, whenever you talk about the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is part of what makes up God. Yeah. You have God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy and God the Holy Spirit. And that is where I want to kind of elaborate on that verse because, yeah, we are not. We, you said it earlier. We're not God, but we are made in God's image, which that gives us authority over what that verse says. Everything, everything that's in there. Everything that's in there. We have authority over that because since we're created in His image, that's what that's a reward that we get once we accept Him. Is we get the spiritual authority. Yeah, I mean. So think about this. So when it says right here, let's make man in our image. Yeah. So that would mean all the parts of God. Yeah. Other than his, uh, well, we were created in perfection and we had perfection for a season. Yeah. And that season is over. Yeah, that's done. It's been over for a long time. We screwed that up. But, <laughs> but the, the thing is, is that when he did that, just like Justin said, he gave us the authority to do things. And this is where it, this comes into play. There's a lot of avenues we could go down through here. But the one thing that we want you to understand with the Holy Spirit is it's it's not just something that you take lightly or say, no. just say, you know. Yeah, the Holy Spirit. Well, no, the Holy Spirit is the part of you that creates that motivates that tells other people what you think about them yeah i mean you you have a carnal mind with a pure holy spirit living inside of you and that's where we always have that conflict but the holy spirit is there to lead guide direct you to do the things that are God honoring. Yeah. And we have to choose whether or not we want to do that. I'm in a lot of focus right now with as far as, uh, and I really, it, I've really been in it since we come back from a youth conference we went to mm -hmm. a few weeks ago, but um, talking about loving people and, and judgment. And yeah, and really sitting there and thinking about how would Jesus treat the people that you're coming up against? Because your feelings get you in trouble. Just your blatant feelings, like your 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 world, your fleshly feelings, yeah, get you in trouble. So I'm really in a spot now where I'm trying to think before I react as far as what's going on. So you, and then that I I have to ask the Holy Spirit. And how I should feel about this situation. It comes into play not only with loving people, but it also gives you the discernment whether is this the right time for me to talk to them about this 
or do I just back off for a minute and, yeah. and let it let it ride? Because you can be toxic if you just, you know, you're going to learn. <laughs> you know, and it's not. Rip your arms off and yeah, beat Yeah, and it, it's a discernment situation. It's like, maybe I need to wait a minute. Maybe they'll see how things are going for me right now. And maybe they'll ask questions. Or I, am I living the way that I should for them to want to know why things go the way they do. Well, and one thing, you know, it, it starts with your prayer life and you were mentioning prayer when you come to God, Yeah. when you come to the Holy spirit. So let's kind of go down that Avenue a little bit. So we've kind of talked about one more, the, thing, one more yeah. thing before we do that. If you want to figure out where Jesus comes into play, this John chapter one, we've got into this oh, yeah. study for you mm -hmm. where it talks about him being the word. Yeah, he was the light. Yeah, so reference John chapter one. Yeah, really dig into that. That'll tell you where Jesus come into play in the beginning. That will so, give you, yeah, that will give you the, because we know who God the Father is. That's yeah. all the talk mm -hmm. in the Old Testament. Yeah. Jesus is a majority of the talk in the New Testament, and the Holy Spirit isn't the main topic. No, but. Um, do John chapter one, just like Justin said, that will give you more of an idea of what, of how Jesus fits into the category. Just realize that Jesus is the word and the light and you'll understand that whole chapter. Yeah. <laughs> so. Genesis one will, you'll look at Genesis chapter one in a way you've never looked at it before. Yeah. Cause it'll take you back over there and you're like, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> you're like, hmm. I see. I oh, this, this makes a lot more sense. <laughs> yeah. Not that it's confusing, no. but some of the main vital parts can be if you don't. But, um, you know, you were talking about prayer. Yeah. And so we talked about the, de the definition of the Holy Spirit, which is just a part of God. Yeah. Um, and that is also the part that uh, we receive once we accept that Jesus is who he said he is. Yeah. So... Here's something that you guys need to think about it when it comes to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is your pass to talk to God directly yeah. when you pray. So when you're praying, you aren't, you, we got to think about it with all the moving parts. When you accept Jesus, you're pleading to the Father, saying, Father, I believe that Jesus is who he said he is. Jesus hears that and says, He's got it. Yeah. You are given the Holy Spirit. Once you have the Holy Spirit, you are able to talk to God via the Holy Spirit through Jesus. So it would be like this. You get a phone. You call a company. All right. You have the right credentials to talk to the CEO or the president of the company. The receptionist, God help those people. Yeah. With the crap they got to go yeah. through. The receptionist goes, okay, you want to talk to God. That's great. Uh, and you want to talk to him freely. Okay. So do you, let me see your credentials yeah. or give me your credentials. You give her the credentials. Oh, yeah. You are able to go from here i will make mention this is you getting saved i will make mention now since you have the credentials that you no longer have to ask and get credentials you can just call him directly yeah 
So there's only one time where you, there's a middleman where you have to directly talk to God. After you get saved, it's you call God through your spirit. Yeah. If that makes sense. And that's kind of that's kind of what I wanted to talk about because prayer, your prayer life, it's not just you. Your spirit intercedes on your behalf. So he's pleading your case before the throne of God. Yeah. So when you pray, you're telling your spirit, your spirit tells God, God responds. That's why sometimes it takes us a while because the spirit inside of us knows the answer. Mm -hmm. But because of this mind, our carnal mind, we're not hearing it. We're you're, not listening. Your, your worldly feelings are going to fight you to the end. It's, it's the same way as... If you get called into ministry or you get called in to serve in your head, you know what you think you want to do. Yeah. As far as serving. In your head, you're gonna start off and you're gonna be like, and I'm not saying you can't start there. You're gonna but you're gonna start where you're gonna start small because that's what your brain's gonna tell you to do. And you're gonna start with something like Ushering, not saying that that's not important because it is important. But you're going to start small, and if you get stagnant in that spot, the Holy Spirit is going to want you to move. God's going to want you to move farther. And the Holy Spirit is going to tell you, hey, you might want to move a little bit farther. Well, okay, let's so let's go with that. Yeah. So let's look at creation again. Yeah. Every every single thing that the spirit is is telling you to do, giving you the inkling to do, is all cause and reaction, just like creation. Mm -hmm. God is saying, "Hey, I want my creation to do this." It goes through the word, because when God speaks, it's the word. It's, yeah. it's nothing else but the word. If God spoke and it wasn't the word, then this would be null and void. Yeah. Anytime God speaks, it's this. And if it's not in here, then it's not from God. Yeah. I so, mean, you got to be very cautious on that. So when so when God said, let there be light, it was confirmed through the word. The Holy Spirit made it happen. God says, Justin, I want Justin to be in youth ministry. The Holy Spirit's like, you got it. Yep. Puts an inkling on him. He's like, eh, I don't know. Eh, I don't know. No, it was know. a no. And the spirit's right. like, yeah, you need to do this. You need to do this. You need to do this. Finally, he's like, okay. And what happened? God's creation did just that. But he did it freely. Yeah. That's that's the whole key. When God said, when God created the tree, the tree just was created. Yeah. The difference is we have the Holy Spirit. A tree doesn't. Yeah. Okay. So we have the spiritual consciousness to make a choice and choose to do what God wants us to do or not. And when we don't, the kingdom is affected by it. Yeah. Well, and you, you become, here's the thing. You can either take what God has for you and use it as a blessing and go with it. Or you can fight it and be miserable. Yep. 
And when I say that, you're going to be miserable because here's the problem. God has a plan for all of us, and he has a plan that he wants you to walk down. Just like me in youth ministry. And I said no a lot for a while. And I said, I just don't think that's where I want to be. Well, whether I want to be there or not doesn't matter. It's where God wants me to be and where he's right. me, what he's honing me to. Will I always be in youth ministry? Don't know. May not. Yeah. But Everything I, as of right season. now, that's where I'm at. And I really enjoy it. And I feel blessed by it. But I was miserable before I went there. because, And I'll tell you why I was miserable. It wasn't because I was miserable because things weren't going my way. I was miserable because I was stopped. Mm -hmm. I was not moving forward anymore in God's plan because I wasn't accepting what God had for me. So I was like, I guess I'm going to be an usher for the rest of my Right. I really thought I was called to preach. I really thought I was called into ministry. I guess I'm just going to usher. I didn't have to be that way if I just said, walk through that door that he had opened for me because that was the door he had for me at the time. There's, there's a certain song that comes to mind when we talk about this and it's walk this way. Yeah. Yeah. Aerosmith. Yeah. Aerosmith or, has a couple, yeah. a few songs that you're like, you could pull some biblical wisdom yeah. out of that. Living on the edge. <laughs> when you in youth ministry, you live on the edge every week, every week. Yeah. But I think, I think the big thing that we could really, we could really talk about with the spirit is that the spirit, you know, obviously it leads, guides, and directs us. Mm -hmm. But the spirit is the one that releases the fresh joy that we receive. Yeah. Like when we receive the Holy Spirit, we receive joy. Yeah. Now, if you've let the enemy steal your joy, well, you still have the spirit, but you are, you, you're just choosing to suppress joy yeah. in your own life. And here's the thing. The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. The enemy can't take anything from you. You can only let him have it. Yeah. So when he's coming and harassing you, you can just let him have your joy. Or you could be like, no, I have the Holy Spirit of God living inside of me. The word says that I have the authority. All authority is given to me yep. who loves God, who has accepted Christ. And I'm saying, no, you cannot steal my joy. It belongs to me. And you got to take you got to use the spirit. The spirit's going to. The Spirit is going to help you when we talk about lock and shields. Mm -hmm. The Spirit's going to help you figure out who that needs to be with. And I think it was Levi Lesko that said that it's stupid whenever you have the Holy Spirit to allow one little thing that happens in the day to ruin your whole entire day. Yeah. And, and I think that's the thing that we do deal with in our society is we would get up in the morning and one thing didn't go right. And we're like, well, that day's shot. I'm out. Well, you're losing a whole day that you had that, you, that God's given you to put something forth for him. And you're just decided I'm not going to do that today because I had a Cheerio that was burnt in my cereal this morning. Yeah. And, 
And I mean, there's people that are like that, like one little thing like that it's, just throws their whole day out. It's it's like that perspective of oh, that's that's it. It's perspective. Yeah, your perspective. You have got to. We've, we talked about it before that we've got to be looking at kingdom things. Mm-hmm. Well, in order to do that, you have to change your perspective. I mean, I've had things going on for what, the last two weeks. Just, yeah. just stuff that I'm not real happy about going on, but. I haven't let it ruin anything. I just chalk it up for there's a reason and we need to get it taken care of and we go on. And this is all stuff through my company. I mean, it's not, but here's the deal. I have no reason. God's taken care of me through stuff like this before. There's no reason for me to doubt that he won't do it again. It'll be okay. It's not a detrimental deal if i let it run my day then i'm losing time that i've got that i can witness to somebody or i can do something for god or or things in the church you know it, we talked about walk this way when i went through the youth deal i'm in youth ministry now also an intern here yeah so it opened another door for me to do something else and what else did it do for that like you're so let's not all about Justin. No. But we're going to use Justin right now yeah. because because he's opened that door, and I like to do that when, when people open doors. Yeah. Uh, so you, you've done what God's told you to do. Yeah. You've, you said yes. We're not going to dwell on the no. Yeah. You don't dwell on the no, by no. the way, guys. It doesn't matter how many times he's told you to do it. What matters yeah. is that you end up giving God your yes. Yes. So Justin gave God his yes. Yeah. That's number one. Number two, what happens? God impresses on my spirit that I need to make them over junior high. Yeah. Okay. I gave God my yes a long time ago. Every every time, every time, it's yes now. Yeah. There's no no. It's just yes. And so I'm like, okay. But you always have to have discernment and you have to pray about it and you have to and you have to put the guard up because sometimes you don't know if it's God or the enemy. Yeah. The real big difference is to listen to the difference of the tone and then you'll know. So I approached them like, hey, we'd like for you guys to lead junior high. They said yes. Yeah. Now God's like Hey, Stu, you need to finish college. Yeah. <laughs> you need to finish Bible college because you did three years of it, and then where where did it go? So I start doing college. I show it to this guy. Yeah. Because he's look, he's wanting more. Boom. Now you're in, in college. Now you're in the college. Yeah. And we're almost a year in, dude. Yep. I figure after summer, we probably got another winter, and we'll be – where I should be done earlier than that. Yeah. So I can get back on it every day. We yeah. Good kind of a summer break because there's a lot are, going on. Things are busy in summer. But, and so now, because you're digging in, you're studying more, now you're in the internship. Yeah. And so this is within the span of less than a whole entire year. Yeah. It's just no Or maybe, out. maybe right out of year. It's probably right out of year now. And then, and it, I mean, and then I'm going to talk to a men's group in, you know, first of July that I got asked to go talk to. And, and there's just things guys that you're, if you, 
without the yes, you're missing out on a lot of stuff. You've yeah. Got, and it and it's not all about me. I just come from a past that was rough and 180 it for God. And that's what you have to do. Yeah. That's that's the goal. The goal is to do kingdom things. It's not about me or Justin or you. It's about the kingdom. And unless we have that mindset, it doesn't matter if you know who the Holy Spirit is or not, you're not going to make a difference. Mm-hmm. If you're doing it for you, stop. Yeah. Because it isn't about you. It's not about what you can do. It's about what Christ can do through you. But if you don't give him your yes, your story is not going to be thick. It's going to be thin. It's going to be thin book. It'll be like a comic book because you, you're not going to achieve anything. You're not going to accomplish anything unless you are obedient to what the spirit tells you to do. The difference you make will be minute. And that is not pursuing excellence according to the word of God. No. So, you know, I think, I think that may be the challenge. Yeah. Yeah. I think, and everybody, I don't care who it is, especially if you're new and in your faith, everybody has something that God's pushing them to do that they've said no Mm -hmm. at some point. Now, it may not be now, like, I'm more of a yes man now because I just, I know how it works. I've been through the hard part. I know it's a lot easier just to be like, okay, <laughs> you know, yeah. but, but it's, if you're new in your faith, you don't really know how to navigate that quite yet. And you're sitting there going, I think this is what he's telling me, but I'm not real sure. Ooh, that's good. And, and that's, and, and for me, whenever I was like that, I'm like, I think, but here's the good thing about God. You try it, it don't work. He's going to recalculate your direction. You're going to go, he's going to put you back on the path. Yeah. It's not, it's not going to be detrimental unless it's something like you just decided, well, quit my job today. Cause right. I feel like God said so. Right. <laughs> no, you're going to be following the, the spirit of broke. Yeah, that's that's what you're going to be but doing with prayer, discernment, Holy Spirit, all that tied into one. You pray about it and it's still there and it, and it doesn't look like it's going to be any problem there. If it's from God and it says it in here. I'm going. And here's the thing. Don't get wrapped up in the details. No. So if someone approaches you like you're, you're plugged into a church, which, by the way, if you're not, you ought to be. Yeah. Uh, but. If someone approaches you at church, you've been praying to God, hey, you've been praying through your spirit, hey, I, I need, you know, I want to serve. I want to get plugged in. If someone approaches you from kids' church and says, hey, uh, you know, we, we need some more people to serve in kids' church. Would you would you be interested? That might be uh, God saying, hey, here's your sign. Yeah. And you don't have to be the best at what you do to do that. No, and, and we look at, like, especially even, you know, you look at your, your youth groups, and and I see the way kids deal with things now. Mm-hmm. And they need somebody with that discernment. They need somebody that knows how to navigate what God's got for them in order to speak to these kids. Yeah. Because they, they don't know. Like, they, they know they're saved. They know that God's there for them. 
they don't know how to navigate the world yet because the world's just so sketchy right now. They just don't know how to navigate it. And everything from the this guys, teens, and I'm not bashing them. I love them to death, and I love all of our kids and everything. This is where I'm talking about where they got a burnt Cheerio in their breakfast this morning because it just, everything falls apart. Mm -hmm. And that's how they've learned to discern all this stuff. I've got a teenage boy. I'm about to have two teenage boys. But my oldest sometimes just his temper just flies. And he takes it at a fence real fast. And I asked him one day, I said, do you ever get tired of that? <laughs> He's like, sometimes. And I'm like, and quit. And he's like, it's not that easy, Dad. I said, it's it so is that easy. that easy. You have authority over that. You know a name on it. Cast that out. Get rid of it. Alcoholism. You say I can't. Yeah. Now it's be gone in Jesus' name. And it's, it's been gone, gone in Jesus' name. And I'll, guys, I'm going to tell you something right now. And if it didn't happen to me, I wouldn't say it because I know how the struggle was. But without God, it was hard. With God, I've never wanted another drink. Ever. I did not. I've not wanted another one. I actually get sick to the smell of it now. And that's the thing. Are you willing to give God your yes? Are you willing to listen to the guidance of the Holy Spirit? Because here's the thing. You can say, God, help me. And then go right back to your own carnal decisions. Yep. So you've got to be all in on giving God your yes or not. It's not a maybe. It's not a halfway. It's a yes. I'm going to pray through the Spirit to God. I'm going to say, yes, you can have this area of my life. Yeah. And this wasn't really exactly where I planned on going with mm -hmm. this today, but I feel like God led us that direction, so that's where we're at. But it's... Yeah, I mean, it, the Holy Spirit is all involved yeah. and all-inclusive in anything that we ever talk about. I don't ever come in here real prepared because I usually generally figure it's going to come yeah, to a I different mean, spot. We normally have some scripture and some ideas of what we want to go over, but then yeah. we really let just the, the the Spirit lead and guide us. Like, He's the one that puts thoughts into our heads of like, hey... Yeah. Maybe you ought to say something like this. Well, we've discussed this before, even during sermons or something. Whenever we've, when we're when we're talking to the youth or when we've prepared a message for the youth, there's been times where we've had a big, we've typed it, got all this on here, like this is gonna be great. You get up there, yeah. I've see I've, you later. I've thrown it. <laughs> like I, I'll get the up back. there and I'll get ready to say it, and I'll be like, you know what? I throw yeah. it like I, I can't. I wrote her three pager one time at home and I wadded up in a ball and threw it in the trash can and started all over again because that's not where he wanted me to go. And but no, guys, it, it's just a and I know people beat this to death and everybody thinks that, people hear me say this a lot and they're just like, well, whatever. And it's not, guys, if it hadn't happened to me, I wouldn't tell you it's true. It is so much easier if you just let God take every aspect yep. of your day and your life and just walk behind him because he's going to take you down the path you need to go. But if you want to fight him, he will let you fight him. So if you're having a tough time on that aspect, don't get mad at me, guys. You've allowed it. 
Yeah. <laughs> you only you have allowed it. You only allow what what you want. Like if you think, oh, I have that, then you have it. Yeah. Like like today, I mean, yesterday I did something to my hand. Well, I don't quite know exactly what it is. We but did I construction work yesterday too, by the way. So we're yeah. we're we're a jack of all trades this week. So But I don't quite exactly know what's wrong with it. As soon as I know what's wrong with it, I'm gonna cast it out. Why? Because it needs to line up the hand needs to line up with the word. Yeah. So I'm gonna pray through the spirit and say in the name of Jesus, through the spirit, whatever it is that's wrong with my hand, you need to go. Devil has a name. That is cast him right. out of your day. We're going to get deeper into this too, because this is going to get, this one here is going to get pretty wild before we get done. But yeah. If you believe everything that, everything this says, I've said this a hundred times, if you believe everything this says, it's the unflawable word of God. You can't believe bits and pieces of it. No. You not believe the rest of it. And uh, we're going to get into talking about some gifts and we're going to talk about the Holy Spirit and what He's, you know what he has for these gifts you can't believe one gift in here and not believe the rest of it they're all wrote down in here and it's in the new testament guys so don't pull this crap it's the old testament and died <laughs> oh yeah because because i've heard that half my life and until i got into a place i'm like no it's not <laughs> it says yeah. it right here but yeah we're we've got some different aspects that we're going to talk about as a matter of fact i think I think next week going with maybe some topics of of some things where there's some confusion. Yeah. We may talk about praying in the spirit. Yeah, I think there's some confusion there. I think there's some confusion a lot in uh in the gifts that they think has died that's really not. Uh, it's it talk to them for a minute. I'm gonna give them something that they can look at this week before we get into next week. You going to Corinthians? Mm -hmm. Okay. So next week we'll talk of we'll just title next week spiritual gifts. Yeah. And we're not just going to stop at where a lot of people stop. No, we're going to dig. We're going to look at all of the spiritual gifts that are available that you have access to that you have access to that you should be requesting, or as uh, some pastors would say, downloading. From God, from the Word, from Jesus. Yes. Jesus is the one that makes all of your spiritual gifts possible. And so when you plug into those to download them, they're all available to you. Some of you have different spiritual gifts and abilities, but they're all available to you. You just have to plug in yeah. to get them. Uh, so that's what we'll that's what we'll do. We'll talk about spiritual gifts. We'll talk about, you know what they are, what they mean, and how you can use them. Yeah, we'll be in uh, 1 Corinthians 12 and kind of around in there. But uh, we're going we're gonna to talk a lot about that because I think that's a place where, God, quite honestly, it's something I didn't know. I grew up in church and uh, didn't necessarily live the way I should have, but I did grow up in church and I was in places, but it was something that just wasn't taught. It wasn't mentioned much. We stayed a lot. Seems like a lot of times where I grew up, we stayed a lot in the Gospels, but we didn't go very deep. Right. And it's uh, 
like First John. Like I didn't know that until we dug into it and really started talking about Jesus being the Word, Jesus being the light. Um, there's things in here, and I've really caught myself just, and that's not me boasting it, just in places that I don't know a lot about. Mm-hmm. I've caught myself in there and I've caught myself really digging deep just to verse by verse, see what I'm not catching and I'll catch something different about every time. But that first John deal, I never looked at this word the way I looked at it after I read first John. Yeah. And studied it. First John really will change your perspective on a lot of things, but guys, I, I get in your word. Get in it every day. Doesn't have to be a long time. Take 30 minutes. Yeah. Take an hour. Everybody's got an hour. Get in that. Get into the prayer. And just start walking with God and, and see where he leads you. And one thing that I'd like for you guys to do is uh, this week, since we're going to be talking about spiritual gifts next next mm-hmm. Thursday, um, I'd like for you guys to go ahead and get a head start. So yeah. Google search spiritual gifts in the Bible and uh, look at diff- look at several different results. Um, yeah. I would caution you when you look at spiritual gifts with any article that has uh, to do with Catholicism mm-hmm. but or Mormonism, but take a look at stuff from spiritual gifts articles from, you know, in AG, Methodist, Baptist, Independent, whatever. Look at those. Stay away from Wikipedia. Yeah, Wikipedia is not. It'll throw you into a lot of places. But, uh, anyways, I think I think that's going to do it for us this week. I would like I'd like for him to send us a couple of questions too. Like like I Rob Chris send us a couple of questions about it so we can we can kind of hash it out. Like, what questions do you guys have about spiritual gifts? What do you have about the Holy Spirit? Just something. I mean, I'm more than happy to look it up if I don't know, and I'm more than happy to discuss it. I just, it kind of helps with a with a way for us to go sometimes on what, especially when it comes to what have you been told that you don't know if it's right or if it's wrong? Yeah. You know, there's a lot of theories on praying in the Holy Spirit that can send you one way or send you the other, mm-hmm. but it's all in here. Yeah, uh, we'll just now. Here's the yeah. deal: we're we're gonna dissect it. We're gonna tell you, based on what the word says, yeah. what we think. Now, this is this is working out the working out of our own salvation. Yeah, that the Bible talks about. So, but we'll talk about that next week. Um, but until then, we hope you guys have a good one. Uh, tell somebody about Jesus this week. Love them yeah. like. Jesus loves us. And uh, until then, we'll see you later. See you guys.